Children, the podcast hosted by Dustin and Callie. Follow us on social media on Twitter at Married underscore Show, Facebook Married with Children Show, on Instagram Married with Children Show, or reach out to us in an email Married with Children Show at gmail.com. We're always looking for guests and sponsors. If you have a name of a guest that would be an interesting interview on the Married with Children Show, please send that information to us through social media or straight to our email address. Also, if you have a small business that you'd be interested in being a sponsor on the show, please reach out to us through an email so that we can work out a way that best suits you and our listeners. Also, if you like the podcast, be willing to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Welcome back to Married with Children, uh, episode number 10. I would like to uh, say that's a huge milestone, but the guest that we have in uh, in studio with us today is, you know, eclipsed us 10 times, uh, getting ready to do his 107th episode of his podcast. Uh, we've got Justin Juice Kelly with us uh, this morning. Justin, how are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited to be here. Uh, it's always cool to do another person's podcast and see how things go. And I appreciate so much you making the drive down and uh, and hanging out with us this morning. And Callie, how are you? I'm good. I uh, really hope that I'm going to be able to do this whole thing. Alan was currently underneath of the bed, cleaning out under his bed, he told me when I came in. <laughs> so I said, um, like, if you get stuck under there... I can't come get you because, like, I don't know you're stuck. So our four-year-old may be stuck underneath yeah, his bed. Yeah, like, he goes, I'll be okay, Mom. And I'm like, yeah, like, he like he seriously was all the way under the bed. Okay. So well, it's going to be a mess when I go back in there here in a little while. I'm, I'm glad you spoke to him about oh that gosh. beforehand. I'm like, um, that's enough. Why don't we just, you know, uh, like, play with all that stuff? Oh, no, I'm going to clean out under my bed. He said, like, you clean out my drawers. And I'm like, well, we don't need to do that because that's all I need. So everything will be out in his yeah, room when we yeah, get back I'm, in. Oh, well, yeah. at least he's going going above and beyond and cleaning out from underneath the bed, right? Yeah. I mean, what what kind of four-year-old does that kind of stuff on a Saturday? <laughs> so, well, he's not underneath the bed because he's waving from the window right <laughs> he's now. Right so he's, uh, he's at least survived yeah, so far. So far. <laughs> so, Juice, I'm going to start off with, you know, since I've started this, I get a lot of those kind of... You know, people look at me kind of weird or they're like, you you really have a podcast? They're what? like, what, it, what is a podcast? Yeah, that's the first <laughs> that's thing. Usually, what is a podcast? And <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> why, why would you do that? So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to throw that to you. And uh, why did you decide to start it? I mean, it's something that I've talked about a lot. Uh, growing up, I was into the Bob and Tom show. I mean, from Indiana. You guys are from Indiana. I don't know how 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 much you were into it but i grew up listening to that i love bob and tom i'm a big howard stern guy too yep. so any of those kind of you know media personalities i love right and so I, I i did that um or i listened to that and i went i went to ball state very briefly uh well not briefly i was there for nine years <laughs> <laughs> but uh i i went there and i was um you know in for uh media production and i wanted to be on the radio on television something like i wanted to be in front of the camera i wanted to i wanted to be a personality and then i got to ball state and realized it's a lot harder than when what you think it is mm -hmm. and uh you know the 
that all kind of, you know, fell by the wayside. I got my, you know, regular person job and kind of worked in that for like the last seven or eight years. And, um, but the whole time I was like, I, I listened to podcasts. I listened to Corolla. I listened to Rogan. Um, I listened to the Nerdist, even though I don't really listen to him anymore. Um, but I listened to those and I was like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be that personality that people are entertained by. And so I kept making excuses. So for a long time, I, I just, I would say, well, I don't have the money or I don't have the equipment. I don't have anything like that. And then, like I've said before on other podcasts and on my own, my mom kind of pushed me um, inadvertently, but because she asked me what I wanted for Christmas one year. And I said, I want a, uh, I want stuff to do a podcast. And I didn't think she would buy it. I didn't think she would get anything for me. And then I, you know, woke up Christmas morning, opened up a package and it was the Behringer podcast studio comes with one mic, one set of headphones, tiny little board. Mm -hmm. And I was like, at that point, I was like, I don't have an excuse anymore. I need to do this. This is something that I've talked about forever. And just like everything else with the Juice in the Morning podcast, I just started doing it. It was not good. It was not entertaining. <laughs> um, I I kind of just droned on and talked like this for a little bit. And I like and I've said that it's like um, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights. Like I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't know what to say, and I didn't know what to do with my hands. And I was just sitting there. <laughs> And I just and I just start I would read stuff that I wrote and that got me comfortable. And mm -hmm. and um, like I said, it's it's something that's very it's evolved. Like it's it's crazy how different it is now than it was when I started. And it it's just in it. It's it's exciting and it's cool to meet other people doing it. And it's mainly to answer your question to be famous. That's what I want to be. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, there you go. You know, I think the uh, what, what a lot of people don't understand until they come in and sit with you. And it was the same thing when I went up with AP and BJ and did Smugcast. It's intimidating the first time this mic right. swings in front of you, and you're right. like, "I don't know what I want to talk about. Yeah. I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound dumb." And and then once you get rolling with it a little bit, you just realize you you go on. But mm. some of the guests that we've had that have never done them before, when the mic swings, they're kind of like, "Okay, what? Yeah. Do I have to sit this close?" Where yeah, I... especially especially like at the very beginning, like before you just kind of get into it and you're in conversation type thing, and they're like, um, "Like I really don't know what to say, and like <laughs> how do I sit, you know, and all that." Like and you said, people, "What do I do with my hands?" Yeah, a lot of people coming in also want to they like like they ask you like you know should i prepare anything and a lot of the times i tell people no like right. in, unless they have something specific that they want to promote i'm just like just come talk have a good time and uh we go all over the place and it's, yeah. it's a good it's a good um it's a good mix and i think shane adding him to the podcast has made it um bring a different um, perspective to stuff now kind of tell me the the history and timeline there because you started by yourself yep. And then I know that, what, a year or two ago, you were really wanting to bring in a co-host, mm -hmm. and you brought in uh, Hannah for yep. a while, and then now Shane. So what was kind of that timeline? Okay, so the the very first episode was over three years ago, and I made a promise to myself to do one episode a month for a whole year. And I, I hit that mark, and then the next year on New Year's, just like um, – I made a plan that every year I would try to add something new with a new year's resolution. So the year after that, I, uh, I, I said, I'm going to do one once a week for an entire year. And that was the second year. And then the, um, the third year, uh, I kept with that, but I also said, I want to improve my sound. I want to improve the, um, the layout of the studio and make things just more interesting and integrate video. And that's what we've done this year. But with the co-hosts, um, I, I started out with a friend of mine, um, it's not really that funny, but it's funny to me. Uh, he has an alcohol problem, and um, and it's 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 to the point of 
liver failure kind of alcohol oh problem. My. And um, I told him, you know, going into the third or fourth episode we did together, I was like, you can't drink because I don't feel like it's, I'm not comfortable with you doing that to, for your health. I'm not comfortable because um, it makes the podcast uncomfortable and it makes you kind of get to the point where you're not making sense. So I told him he, he couldn't drink anymore and he was all in. He was like, okay, I'm not going to drink. He came in and uh, was uh, we were doing a show. Great show. It was a really fun, um, good atmosphere. Great, just moving along. Finished it. It was great. But apparently, like he was taking restroom breaks during the show. What he was doing was he was going down to my uh, first floor and chugging out of a Jack Daniels bottle. So then, when we got done, we're all kind of just sitting there, sitting around, hanging out, talking about the show and talking about what we were doing that night. And he kind of just passes out, blacks out, and just leans back and can't even can't even get him to move talk or anything and i actually had to carry him downstairs and uh put him in his car that his wife was driving who was sober and uh he was done after that (laughs) and then and then hannah joined hannah was uh a great addition it was great to have a female like perspective on the show because you know it's it's you got like females bring that um I'm trying to think of the word for it, but just bring that perspective that kind of uh, sets me right sometimes when I'm when I'm talking <laughs> about like you know stuff that I don't know about when it comes to like women's things like that. And it was also great having somebody like Christy Lee from the Bob and Tom Show mm-hmm. where we could give her crap and she would give it back. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, and I'm gonna be honest. I kind of I stole this idea from you, so I'm gonna come <laughs> clean right here. Um, because I don't know if it was on Smugcast or mm-hmm. your own show, but I know because I, I listened to them both and they all kind of start to blur. But you had talked about how you'd wanted your wife to maybe be your co-host and she wasn't really into it. And you had talked about that female perspective. So I just kind of decided, hey, if I'm going to jump in on this and I knew there was going to be some money and some financial yeah. things, I thought, <laughs> yeah. what better than let, that? Let me come in with you. That way it's like, OK, well, it's for the podcast. Yeah, let me let me so bring good. the wife in, too, because then it's going to connect. But and, and it amazes me because obviously you just met us, but. My wife is typically very shy, and mm. most people that know her think that she's this is way outside of her comfort zone. <laughs> and to be honest, she's a lot better than I am because she just <laughs> she flows so much better. I ramble way too much, yeah. but um, so yeah. So I'll admit to you right now, I totally stole the idea of the mm-hmm. uh, the man and wife and uh, from you. So yeah, I, I, I liked, and my wife does not like. I mean. She she likes the podcast and likes that I do it as a as a hobby and um, hopefully more at some point. But she definitely isn't happy about the uh, money that I've spent on the equipment. And uh, today, actually, I, I'm getting all over the place. I apologize. I do that a lot. Um, but then Shane was added to the podcast. Been a great addition. Super fun guy. But uh, back to this story with my wife on the drive here. <laughs> she texted me because I had bought a uh, MacBook Air. But didn't tell her that I had bought it because I didn't want to deal with that argument that I was spending money on something. And so I just have had it. And and what's funny is, is she's come into the room and I've been working on it in the podcast room. Didn't notice, didn't say anything. So I was like, okay, maybe she just doesn't care that I have it (laughs) on the way here to this podcast. She was like. So you bought a MacBook Air, huh? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like seriously, I bet. I mean, how long have we been doing this? Like two months or something. Yeah, yeah. And I swear, we get a new package like every other day. Well, I text AP from from Smugcast at one point because 
he always jokes that he sends the packages to BJ's house <laughs> yeah, so his wife yeah. doesn't know. So Great move. I, I bought a new mic for myself probably two or three yeah, weeks yeah, ago. <laughs> and it comes, and I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking, which it's got a whole different shock mount, and it looks very different from the rest of our setup. And I thought, man, how am I going to how am I gonna sell this? Because she's obviously going to know. Right. So I waited for her to come home. I had it all set up. I waited for her to come home, and she walks in. I said, I got really good news for you. And she goes, what's that? I said, I bought you a new microphone today. <laughs> or I got you a new mic. And we come walking out here, and I, and I show it to her. And she goes, oh, wow, thanks. And then she looks across the table and sees mine. She goes, I got yours because you bought a new one for you. <laughs> like, maybe. But, but. Yeah, so it's hard to hide some of the stuff that you actually get because I sit here with you. Mo- I mean, like. Right. That is the, the downside. Yeah. I've got her bought into doing it, but she does know every purchase <laughs> yeah, I make now. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah, but yeah, that was a, um, a back and forth that I had on the way here. And I was like, don't worry. You know, I, I got it through BJ. He's going to give me a really good deal. Uh, there's not going to be really any interest dealt with it. So uh, it'll be good. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just be be sure it's that we're all good. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, the 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 adding the equipment has uh, really helped this year. I mean, it's just it's made things better. The the video integration is awesome. Like that just makes it so fun. Kind of kind of explain to me what you're doing with the video, because obviously a lot of our listeners, we haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something down the road for me that i'd like to see us do but kind of kind of fill them in on what you're doing with it's that. it's facebook live we're um <clears throat> we're part of the magic scroll network it's uh, a couple of guys based out of um ohio cincinnati ohio and they um they do um they do a show called pointless discussions and uh, they started a network so that uh, people could have an a avenue to put their stuff out there and they help people start their own podcast um, a lot of their uh, people that are starting that maybe don't have the money to start up are just doing Facebook lives and they're actually taking the equipment over there and, uh, helping them record and do, do video. But I, um, I started doing Facebook live videos before I met them. And then once I uh, met them, I was like, Oh, we're going to do this on a schedule because on, on their cover page of their Facebook group, they have the schedule. They have juice in the morning on Sundays at 1 PM. They have their, their pointless discussions on Thursdays at 10 PM. So it's just cool to be part of that. It's almost like a TV schedule. And, um, the video just, uh, when Shane and I were talking about it, Shane is one of those people that he consumes his podcasts via YouTube, via Mm -hmm. video. That's how he listens and watches his shows, um, including ours, including the Joe Rogan experience and things like that. So he was like, he was all in on pushing us to get there. So I got the camera, got the setup and, uh, we're, we've been going from there. And that's interesting to me because as we've kind of started this, so many people, and and we've not created a YouTube channel yet and put Mm -hmm. them out there, but so many people ask me all the time, can I watch it on YouTube? Can I see it? What, and again, not, I think for a lot of people don't really understand what a podcast is. That's a big question they come up with is, you know, where can I honestly access it at? Yeah, so, like how do I listen to it? Or- yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's also really important because what I've always told people is when you're doing a podcast, you're having a conversation and people want to be a part of that conversation. Right. So if they get a video of it, they're seeing your face, mm-hmm. they're becoming literally like they're in the room with you like they are actually having that conversation with you that's why shane and i have talked about also like kind of doing a little bit more free form because i like to have notes and i like to have an order and an organization (laughs) of how the show goes and um we've learned that if we do that too much it kind of like doesn't give time to the other stuff that you want to get into 
And so... Well, and you never know where something's going to go either. Yeah. I mean, you can spend, you know, twice as long talking about a topic that you didn't, didn't think, expect. Yeah, yeah, because something comes out of wherever. And I think that's the one thing that we've really learned in our early start to this is we were kind of the same way. Yeah. The first episode we did together, I had an outline yeah. and yeah. Oh, yeah. we had it all typed up and we were going to get was, through these stories. Yeah. And she was going to introduce this and then I was going to do this. Yeah. And we, yeah, it was we so thought we planned. had it all planned out. And then when I listened to it and, and it was actually AP text me after he listened to our first episode and he says, you sound forced. Mm-hmm. You sound like you're very forced in what you're doing. Because and, there was no transition. I mean, like we'd end one, you know, we'd end a conversation and then we just, or, I mean, like, you know what I mean? It, it yes. didn't flow. I know exactly what you mean because there's and, some, there's some episodes that you do and you're like, oh, that flow is really easy to right. get into that. And then some others, it's like, oh man, I really wanted to talk about this, but I don't have any other way of getting here besides saying, oh, well, uh, what about this robot thing that I saw on the internet? Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. Which I did like that discussion from your last episode. Oh, there's more coming. I saw more videos and I went down the rabbit hole. So we're talking about it tomorrow. I can't wait. Um, now I do have a, a, a personal question mm-hmm. because in all of the podcasting world, you, I think in my personal opinion, have one of the best entrance songs I've heard <laughs> yeah. where and how did you, you've got a great logo and a great song. I okay. will say that. Okay. So the song actually is a guy that I went to high school with. He was in a band that we were, we were really big into when we were kids called Dave shot Flanagan. And it's a, it's an Indianapolis based band that was very, um, indie and it was, uh, they had a lot of cool shows, had a lot of a big following. They've since moved on to do their own projects. And I think, think they're called bed forms now but it's like different different people but they um anyways i was i was kind of like messaging people that i knew that could could create a theme song or create something for me and um i just texted brad johnson out of the blue and i was like hey do you think you could like help me make a song or something like that and he was like yeah what do you want and i was like i really don't know just kind <laughs> of like send send me something he sent me a couple of options and that was the one i went with what's funny about you saying that you like that song the funny thing is people are divided almost like Seinfeld where they either love it or they absolutely hate it. And they really? think it's really? the, they think it's the worst thing in the world. And they, and it's funny because I'm like, well, you're at least listening to the podcast. So I appreciate it, but, <laughs> but I think it's an awesome song and it's, it's our song. It's our show. So I don't care if you like it or right. not. I'm going to keep it. Well, I, I actually, my wife, when she started listening to some of your episodes to get ready, she said, it sounds like that old eighties rap. Yeah, you know, it's got yes. that, that flow and yeah. that beat. So I love it. That's I, what we were looking for. I yeah. think it's a, it's a very cool deal. And your logo, like I said, is, is outstanding. <laughs> the logo's hilarious because I was, I was working at a, at my old job at a plasma center and one of the girls I worked with, she's like. I know a guy that uh, does graphic design. Do you want me to talk to him? And I was like, sure, talk to him. The She sent me a text with that file on it. Don't know who the guy is. Can't give him any credit. I can't, like, I don't know how to even thank him, but it is a great, like, it's a great logo. But the funny thing is, um, people have come on the podcast and thought the podcast was about basketball because right, of the right. orange, <laughs> the orange, orange in the logo, and yeah. it's in Indiana. Yeah. So yeah. be honest, I mean, it's, <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing where people go. I, but yeah, I just feel bad that I can't thank that guy because the guy made it for me for free. I didn't pay him anything for it, and it's just it's become and you can't iconic even, like, for say the show. His name or, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so the video is the next thing. You yep. know we're for you but what is where do you see your podcast going the the podcast i want to eventually i mean the goal is to get to the point where you're getting paid to do it a um and you know i would like to it's it's i thought about this on um this whole week actually uh it would be 
awesome to be able to do it almost daily like the Corolla show or like um, other podcasts because I think of topics or think of something that I think I really want to talk about now but by the time it's the end of the week it's probably past the news cycle like it's not that important anymore because the news cycle moves so quickly now and it's like man I really wish that I could do this every day and that's that's the goal Um, I don't see that happening probably I mean, I have a kind of a timeline in my head of like three to five years. I know that's a short timeline, but I'm being pretty aggressive with it. But the, the, that's the stretch goal. The regular goal is 10 years probably is I'm going to if I'm not making money or doing it and uh, actually seeing any kind of profit from it within 10 years, I might hang hang up the uh, the old uh Mike cords. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, and I think that the really interesting thing, and it's it's kind of been funny to me because my parents have obviously started listening to podcasts mm-hmm. because of us starting this, and what they figured out is you can pick whatever you're interested oh, yeah. in. That's right. the greatest thing about it. You know, no matter what your interest is, someone is doing a podcast that will interest you, and that's what that's what I love about the Smugcast and Juice in the Morning and these kind of shows is it's you guys are talking about the same things i'm thinking about you know and and all those conversations kind of flow together so i think it's a really cool cool fit and and we've kind of danced around it but i do want to say before we go on any farther you know to any of our listeners go download juice in the morning um it's on apple Podcasts, basically wherever you can get your your podcast like you normally do but download rate and review and listen to juice in the morning because it is uh thank you it's a great podcast. Yeah. It was it was one that I jumped on right after uh, I, the Smugcast started and got to listen to you as well. So and and another thing that's really important that I try to I've been trying to push out to people lately is Spotify. So we right. just got put on Spotify, and a lot of people consume their music and their media through Spotify. Mm, right. Um, you can search for Juice in the Morning; it's on there now. So that I don't know how that works when it comes to downloads, but um, Chris Spangle from um, the Bob and Tom Show and like the We Are Libertarians mm-hmm. podcast, he made a really good point to me when we were off the air. He was like, "Don't worry about the downloads." get yourself in front of as many eyes and ears as possible. He was like, then everything else will come after that. And that really resonated with me and made me think, oh, I need to get this on every platform. I need to put it on Facebook. I need to put it on Twitter. I need to put it on YouTube because the more avenues that people have an opportunity to get to it, the better it's going to go for you. That's a great point. And, um, I kind of lost my train of thought where (laughs) I was going. I was, I was set in there for a second, but, uh, I think that uh, one of the best things about your show as well, um, which I've I've tried and my mother won't do it, is I love when you bring your mom in studio. She's a fan favorite. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> she is. She's awesome. And yeah. it's and I think you guys' relationship is really interesting in the way you guys kind of go back and forth. And, mm-hmm. you know, you've said before you guys are best friends, but that comes out really really well in that podcast That's awesome and it's really cool when she's on it. yeah she i had her on um before my 50th episode we talked about it's crazy i was actually going through my uh previous episodes and like videos and stuff just looking at them and not realizing like i've had my mom on there like four times and like i don't even remember what we talked about that that episode but i saw the title and um you know she's she's in an interesting uh point in her life like i mean she's uh i don't i'm not gonna say her age uh, 
Um, <laughs> but she uh, is is a uh, single mom with my little brother and sister. They're 15 years old, so there's a there's a uh, big age gap between us. And uh, she is in the dating world and things like that. Right. And talking to her about that stuff, it's so weird. But my mom and I are like like so close as friends and stuff. I I'm glad that she's able to talk to me about that stuff. But it also does weird me out quite a bit. <laughs> oh yeah, sure, I'm when sure. she when she brings it up. And and I can't imagine. I I was actually talking to we both work in education. I was talking to a student the other day. I can't imagine being in today's dating world. Oh, yeah. I mean that that would terrify me right. with all the things today. So I I I feel for her and I wish her all the best with that. Yeah. Well, I just it's crazy because I mean with with where she's at in her life, <clears throat> she she's using the dating apps and things like that. Right. But those dating apps, I mean. At her age, the people that are on there, it's it's kind of sketchy because it's it's something I used to tell this to a girl I worked with because she was desperate to find a man. And um, she was using the dating apps and she kept selecting these guys that were super attractive. And then she'd get upset because things would go down and then they would just kind of disappear. And I'd be like, listen sometimes like if you think about it maybe just try to go with somebody that matches up with you perfectly and don't worry about what they look like because because <laughs> because the people that are on there that are super attractive there might be something messed up with them <laughs> right <laughs> yeah they've had plenty of opportunities yeah. previously yeah. <laughs> they so they might be using this for other reasons than than to actually find a significant other yeah that's the that's the crazy thing to me in today's world is all of those dating, dating apps, apps and, yeah. and that was something I obviously I, I never used because no. we've been married we'll be married six years in in June and uh, um, that was kind of pre the big boom of oh, well, yeah. I mean like like I mean when we were like in I mean just out of college and stuff I mean eHarmony and like mm -hmm. the, the those, main ones you yeah. know were there but now that there's like so many uh, like tons of them mm -hmm. it's just like it's out of control well and you talking about being in like the education world and like being able to talk to the the younger students and stuff i what i talk with my little brother and sister being 15 i'm amazed at like you have absolutely no privacy like i mean oh, yeah. i mean if you if you want to be a part of the group and part of you know school and friends and things like that you've got facebook you got twitter you got snapchat you got instagram like if yeah. you if you want to get away from people it's almost impossible. You have to turn off everything yeah. and then you're just like sitting by yourself and then they have almost an addiction to that interaction. Right. They can't do that. No. And it's, you know, it's something that I'm in the administrative side and I've, I've had this discussion with a lot of our teachers because it frustrates them so much that students are on their cell phones and how students react if they try and take their cell phones. Right. But that has changed so much in the last 15 years because, you know, when I was in high school, it was like the first cell phone I got was when I was 16 years old. And and all I could do was call on it. It say, didn't text. It, yeah. it didn't have anything. Yeah. So it had Snake. I could play Snake yeah, on my too. Nokia. <laughs> right. But, you know, the uh, if somebody asked me to take it, well, I don't care. Nothing's mm -hmm. going to happen right now. Right. But their entire world, their entire social circle is in there. And I've told teachers, it's like. It's like when your parents grounded you from going to, in my generation, the mall for the right. weekend or going to the movies. You were devastated because you were going to miss that social interaction. Mm -hmm. That's their life mm -hmm. 24 hours a day. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it cannot be healthy because I know that I have to even for myself put my phone down and be like, 
I need to get this away from me for at least an hour. Right. <laughs> it's like all I've done for the last two hours is just scroll and type and text and like do stuff. And I just like, I feel like it's warping our brains. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and like even like whenever you're watching TV and of course half the time I record it so I fast forward through the commercials. Mm-hmm. But as soon as a commercial comes on and I can't fast forward it, it's like I get off, I get my phone and I'll like play a game for three mm-hmm. minutes or five minutes, you know, or check Facebook. Like, it's just so stupid. It's yeah. like, I can sit there and watch it, but I choose not to. <laughs> well, and it's, it's amazing to me. I say all the time that, you know, we live, we live at the back part of our, our barn here that, that we live in and we have a driveway alarm. So when somebody pulls in, it dings to let us know somebody's here. I can be sitting and, and actually Friday, I came home from work a little earlier and I was sitting on the couch and the driveway alarm went off and I didn't move. Mm-hmm. But my phone went off and it was on the counter and I immediately get up off the couch and go get my phone. Like someone was at my house, didn't concern me. My phone dings and I've got to go check it. Figure out what it is. And as soon as I picked it up, I thought, this is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And as your show grows and you guys do get more involved with social media, you're going to have to turn notifications off on some stuff because I was for the, like for the last year, because I've had a huge growth this last year. It's like every few seconds there's something that pops up that i could either respond to look at read or do something like that and i'm yeah. not saying that like trying to be cocky like i'm saying it like it just a warning out of control like, yeah just know that it's coming no i got my first taste of that and, yeah, and Callie yeah. will know that when we had ashley yoder on who's the ufc fighter that i went to high school with she was gracious enough to push our episode out to her followers and one of our instagram things and she's got i've got like 24 followers for mm-hmm. the show on instagram she's got twenty four thousand. Yeah. That post that she re- reposted for us got like 1,700 likes. Jeez. So every time, I mean, I would open <laughs> my phone and it would just be that, Instagram message notification. Dustin was like, look at this. Seriously, this has like been in the last like 10 minutes. And he just kept scrolling and yep. scrolling. And, and I'm you like, know, you, and I I'm can't like, oh handle this. That's just, awesome. And it was, and it was great. Right, I mean, right. I'm glad that many people were seeing our show and seeing the interview with her. But I'm like, but I understand already. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. my gosh. Because normally... We throw up something on Instagram. We get 15, 20 likes. Right. Somebody yeah. might comment on it. Good. Mm-hmm. Seventeen hundred was was exhausting yeah. until awesome. the time it was done. So, yeah. well, I do want to bring up something that you talked about on your show. Yeah. Um, and if if people haven't listened, let's go back to a, you know go back and listen to to a lot of those episodes mm-hmm. that Juice has done because they're good. But there was this bracket that came out, <laughs> and I know we're a little late with with March Madness and everything, but it was the Disney films versus Pixar films um, bracket. And first of all, I'm going to give credit to you and, and I don't know Shane, but to both of you, because I do know you don't have children yet, but right. you were well-versed in the <laughs> Disney yeah. and Pixar That's what world. I told Dustin. He was like, we're going to talk about this. And I'm like, dude, I have not seen all of these shows. And he's like, don't worry, I haven't either. And I'm yeah. like, but you guys were like on it. Unfortunately, my <laughs> wife and I are kids and we like to watch the anytime a new cartoon movie comes out we're watching it because right? we're, we're, we're entertained by it we think they're funny and most of the time there's a lot of humor in it that that speaks to everybody it doesn't just oh, yeah. speak right. to the kids absolutely so. what was it you have you seen ferdinand or was that shane i haven't yet okay i was gonna ask shane has. i went, did he say it's good he, he seemed like he was entertained by it because i told i told dustin i said like when it came out like over christmas break or whatever because i thought well maybe we'll go and we never got a chance because i thought we'd take alan because mm-hmm. every time we see the like we would see the previews alan would always laugh like at the big you know at the, the at Ferdinand, the big yeah. bull you know and everything and i'm like oh that looks kind of cute and so but now it's on you know like 
uh, we can rent it or whatever. So I'm like, well, we may rent that or buy it or mm-hmm. something and watch it. Yeah, I saw a YouTube clip of a uh, a scene and they're like doing a dance battle, and I'm just like, that's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, I can't wait to yeah. watch. That. Yeah, and and I'll be honest, I both of us and we've not seen all of these, but both of us kind of have that same thing because. Like you said, a lot of these have that adult humor that's mm-hmm. built in that they don't catch on to, right. but is is still pretty funny. But you came up with Nemo being the the winner out of the bracket. Yes, um, and and to to Shane's point, uh, Shane was not in. Like Shane is different than me. He got into these because he had a daughter. So like right. he he's got a young one right now. She's three, and he's he's watching all of these kind of for the first time. I I'm just speaking for myself but i feel like i'm very well versed i've been watching these for my whole life so so i have very strong opinions about all of them Uh, to be a parent in the future juice you're very ready you you have got this broken down but before we kind of go step by step i'm going to go right out with you you choosing nemo why nemo is uh it's it's what we talked about on the podcast where things resonate with you and once again i'm going to call shane out so he i hope he doesn't get too mad about this he kept saying red resignate which resignate is a word but it's not what he was meaning by it like he was meaning that it resonated with you as a film right right um i love you shane sorry if you get annoyed by that but i hope you download just to hear that part <laughs> I know, shane. Right? that's one more download this month <laughs> but um but no so uh nemo is a movie that when when i saw it the first time thought it was hilarious i was younger i was uh i think i was like a freshman or sophomore in high school when that came out i can't remember it was like 2006 2007 something like yeah, that I, I so maybe i was a little bit older actually maybe i was a sophomore junior anyways uh it was something that i thought was hilarious my little brother and sister were just kind of getting a little bit older they thought it was good um i actually watched it with a lot of dates um it was kind of like my <laughs> date movie that's awesome and and girls would come over or i would go over to their house and um, they would have young siblings or or like I would even take the movie with me and I'd be like, oh, we're going to watch Nemo. It's awesome. And they'd be like, really? We're going to watch it? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. And it's your sensitive side. Exactly. That is hilarious. And, um, <laughs> and so so it became it just became one of those movies that it just stuck with me and it's still one of my favorite to watch. Like, I mean, the problem is, is it went up against Lion King and Lion King is, it's two different parts of my life. Lion King was, you know, young all the like when I first saw that I was a little kid, that was my favorite Disney movie all the way up until Nemo. Like I mean, that's what I considered my favorite, and and it's just it's just funny to think about them in different like different periods. Like that's why right. Nemo won over because I, I I feel like I resonate that with that more. And I don't have a whole lot of argument with your your bracket. Um, I would have taken in your in your final four there. See, Toy Story would have been mine that would have moved on, and I think the original Toy Story yeah. would have been yeah. been my champion in it. Um, I have strong feelings with that one. I like that one too. It's hard. It's a hard decision. Yeah. Well, and and part of and and Nemo's in that category too because the other thing I look at is kind of that original idea. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of the sequels, even though I think they're yeah. good, yeah. don't play as much for me. But right. the first time Toy Story came out, it was kind of like, wow, this is a totally yeah. new idea. It's mm-hmm. not. It is kind of fairy tale, but it's not the typical princess or oh, prince. Yeah, yeah. It was a whole new idea. So that one would have been mine that would have would have taken the the win. Um, but most of them, I'm I'm very very close with you on. And and Cal, I I know you kind of got a little bit of a chance to look at it. Um, 
Where where are you at with some of them? Um, I don't know. I would say I do like I do like Toy Story. That's probably one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I haven't seen all of them. I don't think. Like and especially some of the newer like girl movies, Mulan, Tangled. I obviously have a boy, and yeah. so I, I mean, and I, I don't say I don't watch them like it's like what you do. <laughs> I'm religious. About I it. mean, which I'm is sorry. which is awesome, but you know, so I mean, like I've not seen some of those. I mean, uh, but I would probably say out of all of them. I would say to- I would say Toy Story is probably yeah. my favorite. And th- like I said, it gets hard to towards the towards the final four because yeah. because the first like t- the first groupings are pretty simple. Right. What what Shane and I also talked about that I think is important is I think that we should there should be one that is separate that is the original Disney movies. Right. And separate those from the Pixar and the and like the computer animated CGI kind of films yeah. because they it's hard to pit what was the one that we thought was crazy uh hercules hercules is a very underrated disney film to me i agree with that but you're yeah. putting that up against aladdin in the first round yeah, i mean he's right, not right. he's not getting out of there yeah, Come there's, on. there's no chance of that <laughs> it's like one. a one and a 16 seed in the <laughs> yeah. the seven eight yeah. category yeah um so when you when you talk about these and obviously you you do have a passion for those those video or those movies are you into the the new updates, the live action kind of recreations? I actually am. I think that uh, I'm super pumped for the Lion King one. I think that's going to be. I mean, that might overtake Nemo if it ends up being really good. Um, I think that the I'm all in on it. The um, the Jungle Book was like their test run, mm-hmm. I think, and yeah. that that was awesome. And like they they did a really good job of keeping it close to the storyline but also adding some new stuff and um i think it's just it's honestly to me just updating what kids are into now right right like because you know the world they live in is a lot different than what we were living in and animation was you know different than what it is now yeah yeah when you go back and watch those you know some of the cartoons that we watched growing up you know and and look at what my son is watching now just the simple a the animation is unbelievably better Mm -hmm. But the, you know, our lessons were things like be a friend, right. you know, share, you know, don't be mean to people. Yeah. My son the other day comes running in after watching Blaze and the Monster Machines and says, Dad, do you know what centrifugal force is? <laughs> and I'm like, where did you hear that? And he's like, Blaze, centrifugal yeah. force, when you go around a loop-de-loop, it holds you to the track. Yeah, and like, I'm I mean, like, they, I mean, they, like, some of those shows, it's ridiculous, it's so you know, I mean talks about friction and i mean like and i'm like what in the world but it's like like all i knew from my cartoons was wiley e. coyote needed to order from somewhere else other than acme because <laughs> yes. it didn't work <laughs> and, and shane and i have had the conversation that uh he's always walking off the edge of the cliff he doesn't really notice anything so he's not going to fall until he notices it's the same way i think about with my diet like as long <laughs> right, as i don't right. pay attention to how bad it is for me it's not going to affect me yeah well and that's a that's a conversation i actually had with my doctor the other day because i had a bad habit of not going to the doctor for oh, yeah. a very long time and and so I had to go in and I was, I was meeting with him the other day and he, he got onto the, uh, the weight conversation and asked me, he said, you know, how, how's things going with that? And I said, doc, I said, you remember like a year ago when I started coming to you and I told you that I hadn't been to the doctor <laughs> since I was like 18. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, it's because I don't want you to point these kind of things out. I'm really good. Don't tell me about all that stuff. As long as you say I'm healthy and I'm not dying, I'm really good with where I'm at. Absolutely. So I don't want to change my lifestyle until I absolutely have to. For sure. But I like that analogy that yeah. it's 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 the coyote going off the top and not noticing it. Yeah, so. that's too funny. So 
You know, Ferdinand's one. I'm going to ask you because we just purchased this, and my son did not want us to purchase I saw, it. Which I is saw that on funny there. To I was me, but, uh, Coco. Have you seen Coco? Coco is very good. See, is it? It's good. I bought it and thought my son would be all excited, and he's like, "Dad, I don't want that." And I'm and like, "I think it's going to be something that you enjoy more than he does, to be honest. If really? you watch it, yeah, because it's it's funny and it's got some like child themes, but there's a lot of very like intense like family like themes in it that are like, wow. Huh. Well, I'm pretty excited yeah, to watch I, that. I, I saw that one. on there. I thought, oh, well, that's pretty cool because obviously we bought But I would that also and... say it's not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you did have it making it out of the first yes, round it, against it defi- Cars, too. definitely beats Cars in my mind because Cars was good, but Cars is one that I can take or leave. I, I like the original Cars. Yeah. Again, yeah. I thought it was a a unique idea to do that style of it now it bothers me that then it went from cars to then we did planes and right. we did, right and it's, it's kind of right. ran its course yeah and so something that people can look forward to and i'm sorry to plug my podcast but something that i'm uh doing tomorrow is we go through binge watching on netflix of like tv shows right and my wife and i always i always have to have a show that i fall asleep to like i, I i'm one of those people my <laughs> wife would prefer complete darkness and silence but i have to have that tv on turn down right. low you know, sleep timer set. And, um, you know, the show we've been watching is Friends. And I'm going to break down tomorrow my power ranking of the Friends characters because I'm, I've got very strong feelings of that as well. Really? Yeah. very. So so Friends is your binging show at right the, now? At the moment, yes. Okay, very Interesting. cool. And we're on like season 10 halfway through. So oh we're almost God. done. Very cool. See, I, I kind of, my sister, who's four years younger than me, was all about friends when mm. we grew up yeah. i kind of hit or miss i think it's hilarious yeah. the episodes right. i've saw but i never got into just sitting down and watching that mm-hmm. you know like i yeah. did seinfeld or oh, something yeah. like that big because, seinfeld fan too oh there's yeah. nothing better than that that's that's one of the yeah. the greatest shows they'll ever be so you talk about your netflix binge what's some other ones that you've you've kind of gotten into shoot um the the going to sleep shows it kind of rotates between the office um friends parks and rec family guy the league it just rotates like whenever i finish one to go to sleep i just start the next one and start from the beginning the the craziest part is dustin is like when we'll you know we'll be we'll have a show or whatever that we're watching Mm -hmm. you know whether we're out um you know in the living room watching it or whatever and he know he lays down on the couch he knows he's gonna fall asleep yeah like totally knows it i know it but he'll be like, and I'm like, let's just go, you know, we'll go lay down, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, we'll go ahead and start the show. I, you know, I'll make it through part of it, you know, whatever. <laughs> and seriously, like three minutes in and he's out. And then I'm one that it's like I'm not falling asleep. So I sit there and watch the whole thing. Right. So that's the frustrating part for me because he's like, oh, no, we'll go ahead and start. And then it's like, well, then we got to almost rewatch part of that show right. because, you know, it's usually like newer shows, not like reruns yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. Um, you know, or something that we've not seen. And so it's like, well, we've got to rewatch it because he fell asleep. Yeah, my wife in. and I do that to each other all the time because we'll <laughs> get into like, you know, Game of Thrones or something right, like that. Right, And uh, she'll fall asleep. And, and I'm one of those people, I have a hard time falling asleep at night a lot more than she does. And, and I'll get through like a couple episodes and I'll be like, gosh, I'm just going to have to rewatch these. I should just I change know. it. Well, that's what he also has. Uh, he's also got shows like whenever he can't or he gets up early mm-hmm. you know or he wakes up and can't go back to sleep or whatever he's got his own shows that, that he's like that, ha- that he can watch <laughs> you know without me and that's fine and then you know he doesn't have to like rewatch him and same thing with me so oh, it's yeah. like yeah well that it, works. it's got to be yeah you got to have an even uh distribution there because my wife has she has like three or four shows that she'll get annoyed at me because i'll get home from work i'm usually always about an hour or so behind her and uh i'll get home and i'll start asking questions and she'll just be like just shut up you don't care about this show and i'll be like <laughs> 
all right, I understand. I'll, I'll just sit here and eat my dinner and just watch. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go with it. But yeah, it's it's um it's one of those things that when you have those those shows, you want. But there are some that we share together right, that I'm like. Right. You cannot watch this when I'm not here. Oh, I know. That's that's exactly how we are. It's like, so we've got like, I've got my shows, he's got his shows, and then we've got like the shows we watch together. <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly trying to find my own show. Yeah, that's like what... I, and I And I intentionally go try and find one that I don't think she'll like. Right. I do the same thing. <laughs> because I don't want her. Cause there's Savvy been, move. There's been times that I start a show and then she'll, she'll happen in and start watching it with me and then she's like... I kind of like this. And then it's like immediate, like, uh, yeah. You now should, that, now I, that becomes one of our shows. I should be show. so excited. But then it's like, man, really? Now I can't watch this on my own. I know. I don't want you to like this show. I have that same exact thing. Yeah. That's awesome. And I actually, I watched a new one this morning and I, I'm kind of in the, in the cars and, and mm -hmm. racing and things. And, uh, world's fastest on uh I just, Netflix. I just saw that coming out it is terrific and um kind of funny too because my wife and i have this debate too because i think i think our next vehicle for her to drive needs to be a minivan and she hates minivans <laughs> but kind of the premise of the show is they take a supercar that someone has bought mm -hmm. the first episodes of ford gt and then they take what they call all these sleeper cars that people have built well one guy has a a nissan minivan that he has totally redone with turbos, new engine, new transmission, the whole thing. It's like, I think he said it was like eight or 900 horsepower That's insane. in this oh minivan. And it's what he drives daily. It's yeah. what he drives his kids to school in. That's awesome. Oh and so they're racing these vehicles. So it is, it's definitely one to watch. Oh it's yeah. Very That's something cool. that I, I've seen the, I've seen that advertised and I'm like, that's something that I think I'd be into because you know, I, I'm, I'm uh, not a huge uh into racing but like i have a motorcycle i like fast cars um you know i've i've owned some fast cars in my past um now i drive like a grandma but that's just because <laughs> i'm the older i get the, I, i'm not old but the older i get the more worried about my own safety i get which doesn't really make sense that i bought a motorcycle but <laughs> i drive the motorcycle really slow <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny you say this but there's a there's a, a parent of a uh, student at my school and he's told me this story forever and he's always wanted to buy a plane mm -hmm. so he, he ends up he bought a plane and it's actually at his house the they actually cut a, a runway out holy cow and had a had a, the guy that delivered it landed it at his house but uh -huh. he's he's got high school age kids and he's terrified that something might happen to him mm -hmm. prior to them getting through college and everything so he's not flown it yet oh but he says he's really good at taxiing around his yard. So, oh my gosh. So much I would like to go drive by. Just see him like driving the plane yeah. around on the it's ground. Like, uh. Instead of the guy mowing his yard or driving his four-wheeler, he's just out taxiing his plane around his yard. That's awesome. But he's never tried to get it up off the ground yet, which I think is tremendous. I can't imagine telling my wife, hey, I bought a plane. Not going to fly it. Don't worry. <laughs> Just going to putt around the yard in it. Oh, shoot. So, and this is another thing I had no idea until he bought it that he told me, you do not have to have a pilot's license if it's a single-seat aircraft. Holy cow. Is that right? Yes. No. So as long as it's just you that you're going to oh my, like, possibly kill. That's crazy. No pilot's license unless it's a dual-seat aircraft. Wow. He says it's a single-seat. And he said, yeah. He goes, I'm, I'm, he's going to get his pilot's license. But he goes, I don't have to have it. I can fly it right now legally. And that's I thought, crazy. Oh, my gosh. I thought it doesn't matter to me. I mean, you have to have a motorcycle license right. to drive. I'm right. like, I do have a point about that, too. 
<laughs> so I'm thinking, and, and he goes, well, you know, but you could run into somebody on the road. I'm like, you could fall on top of my house. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. You could take the house out. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to be watching my Netflix show and you end up in my living room. Yeah. So the the weird thing about the motorcycle license is I've, uh, I'm taking my license test this year. Last year is when I bought the bike. Um, it's very similar to the airplane thing. To get your permit to legally drive on the road, you just take a test. You don't have to drive it. You don't have to prove that you can drive it. You just take a test in the uh, BMV, and out the door you go, and you're good to ride on the street on one of the most dangerous vehicles on the road. Yeah, really? my dad rode rode motorcycles yeah. his whole life, and when I got about 17, 18 years old, he had a he had a Harley, and I went and I took the test and got my permit. Which all I mean, the only restrictions are don't ride at night yep. and, and no wear passengers. a helmet. Yeah, and I rode it and then went to college for a while. My permit expired. Yep. Went back and took the test again. Got a permit for another year. Yeah. Rode again. And, right. and now I don't have a bike, but I've never actually taken the riding portion <laughs> yeah. of it. I just keep renewing my permit. Yeah. Right. So it's, yeah, it's crazy that, you know, you think about how dangerous those vehicles are, but yeah, hey, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, <laughs> just have good. at it. <laughs> wow. So. So what are some of those other hobbies that you got, Juice? Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> really, that's what uh, Shane and I were talking about off the mic the other day is, you know, the podcast kind of is like, that's what I think about probably 80% of the time when I'm not thinking about other stuff. So, you know, I ride, um, but I'm not like a big, you know, I don't go on long rides. I like to ride to work. I like to, um, you know, as soon as it was warm for a couple of days and I want to say February or January, yeah. I, know, I, I know, wrote right? it, I wrote it a couple of those times. Um, but the, it's mainly the, uh, the podcast and, and, um, you know, I'm trying to kind of get into gaming with my friend, um, because he's really into it. He has a, he has a Twitch stream, which is the people watch you play video games, which I was like, can't believe somebody would do that and also pay you to do that. Cause my friend's really? getting paid to do it. Well, I will give you a great analogy for that, that I, I, I've thought the same thing forever and obviously working in the high schools, that's like when you walk by kids on their devices, iPads, phones, computers, that's what they watch on YouTube, whatever. They're watching someone play a yes. video game. And I sat down at lunch one day with a couple of kids that were doing that. And I said, I don't understand this. I mm-hmm. said, I'm just being honest. I said, I'm not making fun of you. Why would you watch someone else play a video game? And the kid, as articulate and smart as could be, said, do you watch football? And I said, well, yeah, I watch football every Sunday, man. That's my passion. And he said, why don't you just go out and play football? He said, (laughs) and I said, well, I'm not as good as the guys that are playing on Sunday. He said, I'm not as good as these guys either. That is like one of the most intelligent things I've heard a kid say. I was blown away because he's like. That makes sense. Because I'm like, like, why would you just play the game? Why would you watch someone play? And he's like, you watch football and you could just go play it. And I'm like, but I'm not as good as them. They're a lot more exciting. He goes, yeah, and. These guys are a lot more exciting. That's and I an thought, extremely intelligent kid. I thought, oh my gosh, this all makes sense now. I'm still not, I still don't watch a whole lot of that, but right. I'm like, this is unbelievable. Right. He's exactly right. Yeah. And it, the whole e-gaming and the whole thing that's kind of starting, mm-hmm. it all made sense to me all of a sudden. I'm like, I get why these kids are into this so wow. much. And games today are a lot different. I don't know that I'd be interested in watching somebody play Mario Brothers yeah. or right. anything yeah. with, <laughs> exactly. with, when I grew up, but uh but yeah, he's doing that, and um, I'm trying to jump in with him as much as I can, honestly, to plug my podcast. Because once again, doing these things is, A, it's fun. 
to do it with you guys. But B, I mean, we're both doing this in a in a effort to kind of cross promote to other things. So mm-hmm. that's why I mean, I think it's it's important to do that because then you're getting to other audiences, you're getting in front of other faces and other other ears and eyes. It's just it's a a fun thing to do. A, I'm playing a game, and I'm talking to my best friend that was the best man at my wedding. And B, um, you know, 40 or 70 people are watching us live do this at the same time. It's just crazy. And what's the – you guys are playing Fortnite, correct? Well, he plays Fortnite, and yes, I was playing Fortnite with him. I'm really bad at it. I'm terrible. And that's why I feel bad for his, like – community that he's built because when he does when he does his like uh his he calls them viewer games so people that watch his stream throughout the week can actually join in with him and play because he's like ranked in the top 10 in the world in um that game um so so like uh so when we do the viewer games on the weekend I always have a permanent spot that I can always just join in and play and other people in the community get mad because they're like I want to play. Where am I at in line? And I'm like, sorry, guys. Like, I mean, we've been best friends since we were kids. So I've got a permanent spot, even though I'm not very good. And then what's awesome is they'll join into the game and they'll be trying to keep me alive to like, I think, to make him like happy. So like to to win favor with him. Yeah. So they're like trying to keep me alive throughout the whole game. So I'm like, I'm loving it because I'm just like tooling around, just doing whatever I want to do. It's fun. It's cool. And um, like I said, his. His Twitch is pretty big, and like I, I mean, getting to be ranked top ten in the world, there's millions of people playing that game. Wow! Well, and it's, I know that some of the old, older school people don't don't see that, you know, the kind of e gaming and e competition thing. But it's the same thing you just said. It's the same as you know LeBron James in the NBA right. being one of the best out of millions of basketball players. There's still millions of people playing that game, and to be the one of the best takes a lot of time and a yeah. lot of effort and a lot of practice and you know there is skill involved in a lot of those games yeah and the last thing i wanted to say about it is is he he was um playing against a guy that is like world famous on twitch who has millions of followers on youtube like i think he has over a million subscribers he was playing against this guy because this guy is one of the top in the world he killed that guy and the guy him killing that guy made it to one of that guy's YouTube videos of like fails or something like that. And that video has over, you know, a hundred thousand, 200,000, 300,000 views. So two or 300,000 people have seen my buddy live lift game. Um, But he killed that guy in the game and beat him. And now hundreds of thousands of people have seen it. That's, that's just, and I think that's the coolest thing. I mean, we, we talked a little bit earlier about the downsides of social media and, and the constantly being connected. But the amazing thing today, and it's going to kind of go full circle back to what you started with with the podcast is, you know, you want to be famous. You can truly do that today in a way that you never could before. Right. Right. I mean, we can do this from our homes. You know, we Mm -hmm. don't have to pack everything up and go to Nashville and try to become a singer or or go to L.A. or New York and try and be an actor. But you have the opportunity to garner an audience that is interested in what you're doing from the privacy of your own home or the lack of privacy yeah. from your own home. <laughs> so, but it is uh that that's really cool and I, I heard you guys kind of talking about that and I think that's that's a that's a cool thing that mm-hmm. he's got going on. Now, you're a sports fan too, correct? Yes. And, for I, and sure. I'm going to ask, you went to the Indy 11 game the other day. Yes. How was it? It was actually a blast. It was at Lucas Oil which they they don't normally play at Lucas Oil. That was just their home opener. Um but there was uh 
there was over I want to say over thirty thousand people, thirty thousand tickets sold. Wow! And um, it was it was very exciting. I mean, <clears throat> soccer is not a huge sport that I'm into. I love the World Cup. I like championships in any sport. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, but watching that, you know, you get good seats. Um, the crowd is awesome. I was in the actual Cincinnati side because of my friends from Cincinnati. Um, so I was I was a trader a little bit, but then once I saw the Indy Eleven crowd, I was like, I want to become a like one of that group. Like I want to go to see those games, get some maybe season tickets or something because they're not that expensive. And um, that's a sport that's really growing here in, in the United States. And and I'm kind of the same way. I I played football in high school yep. and I've I've coached football for several years. Just got out of it a couple years ago when I got into school administration, but. My thing was, I had some buddies in college that were really into soccer. And I think it's interesting. My struggle is, I don't know what's going on. I agree with that. I love watching the World Cup because I'm kind of the same way. I like championships, but the strategy, like I can watch a football game and I get it. Hey, you know, they're in cover two. I'm going to try and do this. Right. I watch soccer and I'm like, I, I don't. I don't see yeah. the strategy and things. So it's something I'm trying to learn because I do have a lot of interest in it. I think it's exciting, um, but I'm just not there yet. Yeah, it definitely takes like it's almost like when you start drinking coffee or, or beer for the first time, you start to kind of acclimate to it. And when you're watching soccer at first, you have no idea what's happening. But as soon as you start to see where plays are developing it becomes so much more entertaining because it is so hard to score yeah so when you see those things developing because you can kind of like once you get used to watching it you can see it developing you're like oh like because and then it builds that tension right. and that's what i think is so exciting to fans because once again it is so hard to score when you see it getting ready to happen you're like oh it could happen right now and then when it does you just explode with energy right. and then when it doesn't it's kind of like ah but like i also um want to do like an analogy kind of like the half court shot at like the end of half or at the end of the game yeah when you get that energy of mm-hmm. them almost hitting it every time even though you know it's not that close right that's what it is with soccer when you're getting ready to when you see that play developing and they're about to score yeah that's cool and and yeah. i know shane asked you on the podcast we went to an Indy Fuel game, yes. and I will say that was kind of the same way you're talking. We walked out, and I'm like, we need to get season tickets. Right. Yeah. We need to come to this because, and, and Shane said it on your podcast, but the production value that mm-hmm. they had put into the Indy Fuel was unbelievable yeah. to me. It, yeah. it did not feel like you know minor league hockey or just something that right. was a side note. It felt like you were at a professional hockey yeah, game. Yeah, it did. Things were well done. It was exciting. There was a lot of fun throughout the night. Yeah. Um, so it was that was kind of the same thing. We mm-hmm. we went up there and I'm like, man, we gotta get tickets to this. We got to sure. we gotta start being a fan of this. So yeah. right. I think it's a really cool thing. And I saw the our son played soccer this fall, so I get emails from the Indiana soccer mm-hmm. uh like director or whatever, and um they sent and said there was like they had 20 free tickets or something to go right. and i got the email i saw it on my phone didn't really pay attention and like literally seven minutes later they emailed back and said gone i mean oh, it wow. was it was like really? well yeah the the game with uh cincinnati was a really big one because cincinnati is like uh i think they're they're like a top team in their league and us playing against them we played them well they scored i think it was only one zero i think cincinnati only beat beat them by one so it was a good it was a good match and the the indy 11 played real well against them but both teams have a lot of new players so it's like you can't you can't really like fault them for that very cool wow so you grew up around the indy area correct and so indianapolis sports teams oh yeah kind of Colts your... fan um you know I don't really follow NBA basketball all that much until the playoffs yeah. Pacers are playing really well right they now. are right. they just got waxed last night though by the 
uh, Toronto Raptors, but it was a back-to-back game where they had just ran the um, – who was it? They ran somebody off the floor that's well, a, a the, good team. They beat the Warriors. Warriors. They beat right. the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, beat them bad. Yeah, so they ran them off the floor, and then I think they were a little tired yesterday, so yeah. that's why they probably didn't do too well against Toronto. But um, – you know, I follow I follow the Colts. It's been hard being a Colts fan for the last <laughs> few years because I grew up in the era of Peyton Manning. Yeah. Like when I first mm-hmm. remembered watching football and being entertained was when Manning was a rookie. And uh, my uncle <clears throat> had season tickets from the day I was born, so I went to a un, an, an uncountable number of games from the time I was in elementary school to the end of my high school run and um it was it was great and you were spoiled as a Colts fan and now the last few years it's been really 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 tough yeah but I think this next couple years I think they actually got some good people in there that are going to actually make it entertaining again to watch them and it's a it's amazing kind of as the life cycle of a sports fan because I'm a Chicago fan and I, I was born in Illinois and grew up there for a while but I grew up in the 90s of the heyday of the Bulls and Jordan and that whole era. And you're spoiled to the sense of, like, this is going to happen all the time. Like, right. we go play in the finals and the Bulls you win championships. Yeah, yeah. They're just, this is what we do. And yeah. then 99's over and, and Jordan's gone and Pippen's gone and, you know, Phil Jackson's gone. And then it's like, oh my gosh, is this really what being a sports <laughs> know, fan right? is? Exactly. The like, highs and yeah. the lows, do right? I, do I have to live through this right. every year? And and obviously being a Bears fan, it's not been a whole lot of love for right. for a while. And and uh, at least the, the Cubs are back to where they want to be. But that, that was the kind of funny thing for me was like, you know, when I hit kind of college age, I was like, oh my gosh, it, this is what it's like to, <laughs> to, exactly. to truly root for someone right. that, that doesn't have a chance to win anything this year. But but I would agree. I think the Colts are on their way up. I yeah. think they've made some good moves, and, and I think they're going to be a, a team to watch in the future. So, Man, I, I, just, I just got off of a Facebook thread that I had to like turn the notifications off because this guy, I, I'm in this like closed group on Facebook for Colts fans, and basically you ask to be in it, and then the administrator decides if you're worthy to be a member or not. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. Um, so I'm on there, and this guy posts something about um, – you know, Ballard is a terrible GM and like, you know, Reich is going to suck. And, you know, we had one year under this moron. And I just like I started I responded because when people do that, like a lot of the times I can just skip past stuff on Facebook. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. You can say something really controversial. Don't care. But when I just sometimes I'll just get stuck in it. And I just like kept telling the guy like he he was one of those people that was very uneducated. You could tell because like the the grammar and like how he like he would put words after another word that wasn't supposed to be that way and i just kept asking him like so what what do you think is the the plan and like he would just keep saying things i think just to instigate that fight and i was like i was once again back to the social media thing i was like addicted to it like i would see that (laughs) i would see that notification come up and i'd be like all right, I'm not going to say anything. I just want to read what he said. And I would read it and I'd be like, oh, I'll say something to this. And then, <laughs> and, and, and then I would just, I would just be stuck in that cycle of like responding to this really dumb person. And I just, I don't know. Like I, I had to turn the notifications off. Couldn't do it anymore. And, and yeah. I'm the same way. And I actually had one just the other day on my own Facebook feed that, you know, usually I can scroll right past a lot of stuff. And there was yeah. one. And I, I told my wife, I said, I have to respond to this. <laughs> like, yeah. and not like disrespectfully. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, gonna I'm say, always, I try to be respectful. I'm going to be very respectful with it. But this is just so ridiculous what is <laughs> yeah. being said 
that I have to say something back. But I was the same way. Then it was like, and unfortunately, the person I said something to did not come yeah, back and like, respond. Like, like later, I'm like, did they say anything? He was like, no, I was like ready for it, you know, at least a response right. of some sort. Yeah. And that was like the biggest letdown ever. Yeah. It was like. I finally step out here and I'm going to challenge somebody. And then it's like, I get nothing but crickets. I'm like, right. seriously, like I wanted, I wanted at least a little back and forth here to, yeah. to kind of go and, and nothing at all. So yeah, it's, um, it, that's probably one of my favorite things though, is to kind of follow the social media mm. comments. You know, the original post doesn't mean much to me. It's right. all the comments that come behind right. it. Sometimes that, they're hilarious. Oh, yes. they're, <laughs> they are, um, especially with like news stories oh, and yeah. things. And, and, uh, but I think my favorite thing that I see on social media all the time is when people post something that, you know, is a controversial thing and they'll post an article only based on the headline right. like they they have not opened the article yeah. you know that they've not read it but they post this and they've got this huge fiery comment with it and then i read the article and i'm like the article's exactly the opposite of what your point is <laughs> like you've totally you've taken a headline and you didn't read what it said and i just it cracks me up that people do that constantly that and, happens yeah. all the time and it's and it's clickbait absolutely yeah just to just to try and draw people in so yeah, that's uh, it's just it's a different world today right. with the right. way people do things. <laughs> so, any other hobbies? I mean, sports. And- uh, I mean the the main thing is 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 the podcast. But I, I mean, we're into we're into music. Um, you know, I've had people on that are are musicians that I'm friends with. I like to go see them. Um, I really like the the bar, like going into the bar and like seeing some live music, but it being an intimate setting as opposed mm-hmm. to a big concert. I think right. that's awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, Jen and I like to go out and do stuff like that because right now we don't have kids. Um, I know that a lot of our friends do have them and we're in the process of getting that figured out. Um, it's not the easiest thing sometimes like, right. and, and my wife's kind of freaking out about it and I'm kind of over here like I, I'm not freaking out, but I'm ready just as much as you are. <laughs> I can um, understand. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm just not stressed about it. It's not something yeah. that stresses me. Um, but I think that is just, I think that's more on her, like her personality and, and all of her friends having kids. Like, right. I mean, everybody has them, but, um, you know, it's, it's interesting to, to be in that, like my life is going to be completely different here in a couple of years. And, and, um, I was talking about what this was Shane is I had a scare when I was younger where, um, my girlfriend at the time had gotten pregnant, but she had a miscarriage. I could have a 12 year old child right now if that would have like actually happened. And my life would be insanely different than it is right now. And it's, you know, it's interesting to me too, because it will change. Mm -hmm. And being a, I mean, I've got a four year old and I got another one on the way here in about a month, but it changes, and I I was always concerned when my son was when when our son was uh, being born. I thought, is it going to be a negative? And not in the sense I know that sounds very selfish, and people probably cringe when I say that. But like, am I going to look back and think, man, look at all the things I lost? Mm-hmm. And it is so totally different. Yeah. And I mean, even doing this, and it's you know we I told you before we just got our new setup kind of put together. One of the best things I get to do is my son loves to come out here and talk on this. Nice. And, and he puts the headphones on and he sits That's right awesome. there and he loves that I can put the effects and the echo on. And, Heck yeah. And he'll sit here and, and we've done a few episodes that we don't release. I send them to my mom so she can listen to them. But we'll come out here and we'll talk about cartoons and nice. he'll, he'll yeah. tell me all. That's so, awesome. 
it is so cool though to to get to that point yeah and the only advice i'll give you because i'm going through it right now when when she's pregnant it is the worst feeling as a man you'll ever have and not not in not in griping not in complaining nothing like that anything that happens you have no control over and it's it it's the most out of control feeling you'll ever have and all you want to do is be healthy and feel good and but it's the most out of control feeling. You can't stop anything. That's probably going to drive me insane. It, yeah, it, and it does. <laughs> it, do, it does him too. Because uh, he's like, I just, I w- you know, like uh, with anything, he's like, I just wish that you know I could do something. But it's like, and, and there's nothing that he, right. you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's there's nothing. <laughs> but I, I wish you guys all the best of luck because it is the greatest thing that'll ever happen. Yeah, we're we're <clears throat> I I'm not going to get too into the details, but we're I'm going through the testing next week and she is in a week or so too just to see if there's anything because she's not used or been on her birth control for about the last year so that's why we're kind of like going to look into it and see what's going on just because um that's one of the most awkward conversations to have with one of her like family members because her family's really big on family and they're like so when are you having kids and it's like i don't think you i don't really want to talk about this (laughs) with you because you're her dad and i don't want (laughs) I don't really want to talk about the I know, process. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's We're go trying, ahead and change but, uh... the su- Let's change the subject. And then her grandma asked us, "Are you doing it right?" And I was oh, like, "Oh my goodness, trying." Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting out of this conversation, <laughs> Grandma. So you can go ahead and have a good day. <laughs> oh my god! And it's that's the most amazing thing I think because those conversations come up in all families. Oh yeah, and it's you know. It, it's such a sensitive subject, but they think if they just talk about kids, it's okay. Hey, yeah. you, we just, we want another grandkid. You mm-hmm. know, we want another grandchild. I mean, my parents even, and my parents and both her parents only have one grandchild right now, our son. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we had him, it was like a year in there. Like when we, when you have another, <laughs> and I'm like, there are other kids in these families. Yeah, like Dustin, someone else Dustin can step was, up. Dustin said, he was like, I mean, like, I literally just had a kid. Like, maybe it's somebody else's turn here, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, the pressure doesn't have to fall all yeah. on us. I mean, we we did our part. Yeah. Right. You know, we brought something to the party. Now right. somebody else stepped yeah, in. Yeah, come so. on. Which now we all, we, we both have siblings that are, both of our siblings are married now. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, now they're kind of like, okay, now you can talk to them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, put the pressure give, there. Say yeah. something to them. <laughs> well, I do. I wish you the best of luck because it's it's a cool thing and you'll you'll be a great dad I, I i don't know you real well but just your personality and the way you are and i mean you love disney and pixar movies, yeah so you've already got that part down <laughs> yeah. so that's good i hope so that's something that i look forward to i look forward to it a lot um it's it's you know we'll touch briefly on it real quick like the reason that i think i'll be good at it is i never knew my dad so like i feel like i'm gonna overcompensate in being right. like i want to be the american dad that like it does the coaching of the teams and does like all that stuff because <laughs> You know, I want that. I want to have that feeling because I want my kid to have that feeling. Um, I'm not saying that like it's one of those things that I haven't really thought about until like the last couple of years that, you know, it's what I've talked about with Shane is like, I'm just curious as to like what is going through his mind. Like, I know that from rumors and stuff I've heard, he has like another family as a life and everything. If it was me, I'd be like, what? Like, what's that person doing? Like, the person that I created 30 right. years ago. Right. What's going on with them? So, like, it's just something that's kind of like, 
it's pushed me to want to be a good a good parent whenever I do have children. So you've never even met your father? Nope, never met him. Really? Never. I've seen one picture of him when he. It's a picture my mom has of him and her going to a dance, and I don't look anything like him either at all. Like I look almost exactly like my mom, um, and it's just it's just interesting because, like I said, never reached out to me. Um, I don't think my mom even knows how to contact him, um, and it's just interesting. It's just weird. It's yeah. more weird than anything right. to me. I. And, and I understand all kind of circumstances that could come up to lead to that. But I agree with you because, you know, when I'm when I'm gone from my son for a week or I'm busy, it, I just want to know what he's done. You yeah. know, I, how was school? What'd you do here? What was this? You know, so those desires, I can't imagine having a 30 year gap and not right. Not even wondering, you yeah. know. And I think it I think it uh it somewhat is also probably why I have that desire to be famous because I've wanted to be able to, you know, become super successful and have that person come to me and be able to be like, Hey, I don't really need anything from you. Don't, yeah, good. Don't, yeah. Go, go ahead. I'm glad that I met you, but you know, that's the extent of it. And we'll kind of you know, proverb proverbially slam the door in his face. Right, right. And, you know, I think uh, it's interesting you say that, and I'm going to give you one more piece of advice because I just went through it this year. But my father, I, I knew my father. I grew up with both my mom and my dad. But my dad, so my mom could be a stay-at-home mom, worked two jobs. Mm-hmm. And he worked a lot and um, very blue-collar guy. But he didn't get a lot of those opportunities to coach sports teams and do right. things because he was working. And I was kind of the same way. You know, I said I wanted the opportunity to – I was going to coach everything. and. Mm-hmm. And I coached football for a long time, and then I got out and was going to um, make sure I could coach my son. Well, I signed up to be the assistant coach of his three-year-old tot soccer team yeah. this fall. And I've already admitted I know nothing about soccer. <laughs> Immediately, my name, the lady calls me, and she's like, hey, um, yeah, we're running a little short on coaches. I was like, you can imagine how many, how many people actually volunteer to be oh, coaches. Yeah. She at says, would you like soccer? to be the head coach? And I'm like... No, but okay. Yeah. So I I'm out there, and it's and three year old soccer is like herding cats. I mean, oh I could imagine. It, the, oh my gosh, that first day, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what, what in did the you sign world? Up so oh my gosh. I conned my wife into being the assistant coach nice. immediately. Yeah. I'm like, so you, not only did was he not the assistant coach, he was the head coach, and I was the assistant, and so it's like. We're both out there doing it. Oh, my goodness. And and I go to the first practice, and the, the lady running the league, she's like, oh, you'll be fine. She goes, I heard that you coach football. And I'm like, yeah, I coached like 17-year-old kids <laughs> two years ago, yeah. like not three-year-olds. It, the the demeanor is very different. <laughs> I imagine. I, I, so <laughs> we go out for the first game, and, and there's five kids on my team, three play at a time. Literally four of them are off on the sideline with their parents bawling their eyes yes. out. I've got one girl on the field. Yeah. And I'm staking it. She was really good too. She was. I'm staking everything. There's three other kids. I got one girl out there. Oh my gosh. Every other kid is crying in their parents' lap. And I'll never forget we walked out and I looked at my wife and I'm like, What have I done? Oh my gosh. So was- in your desire, my suggestion is Wait till they're about like six or seven. Yeah. yeah. Stand in the sideline for three year old tot soccer yeah. because he didn't get any better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was you know, I mean, and even by the end, like we finally were having like we could consistently have three kids out there. Yeah. And, you know, and you know, I could I could kind of con one of the other kids to come out and like stand with me mm-hmm. out on the field type thing to where it's like they were comfortable enough at least coming out on the yeah. field, but it was like still Oh my gosh. It was, and I just remember there was one, the funny thing is, is there was a couple games that Dustin couldn't go to. You had, 
meetings or whatever. So then I was the coach. Well, yeah. the first week that I was like the coach, which really doesn't mean anything. You go out there and, you know, give, <laughs> you're, them, you're high, them. give them <laughs> high fives, you know, let's go, you know, that kind of thing. At least that was my opinion. And and, there was zero strategy. <laughs> but the, the, uh, the other team that we had, they all had like, they had their little blanket. Cause that was like home base, you know, like the bench type thing. And, I look over and, you know, here I'm trying to get all my kids to come in and she's over there and she's got them, she's got them all on the blanket and, you know, they're talking about this and which way they're going to go. And then they like do this whole like go blue, you know, and like they look like a team. Like they were like seven years old. <laughs> Our kids are on the playground like, going across the monkey and I'm bars. Dustin, it was like the third week, you know, maybe he'd done the first couple weeks, you know, so we kind of done it together and he's gone and I'm like. Oh my gosh. It, this is like this is like the NBA, you know, playing an elementary team. I'm like, "Holy cow." And fine, but at, like that was it. And after that, her kids were exactly like mine. Mm-hmm. So I felt a lot better, but I told Dustin I go those first like few minutes I thought, "Oh my gosh, look at like like they were all organized, like they were all there." Cuz usually kids are like going back to get a water bottle or going to do go to the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, my gosh <laughs> well and the only time we could get them all together was snack time yeah, once the, the end, game was over they, they all, all wanted it. a juice box and a, and right. a package they of cookies the best part. yeah but i intentionally I, I work with a lady that kind of helps with the league and i intentionally would show up about 20 minutes early i was like and people were no one would be there because you kind of just go and reserve your field yeah and she told me, make sure you get the one the farthest from the playground because she said they want to go over there. They, oh yeah, they she have, said they have them right next to the big playground. They'll have they'll have games going on, and the whole team will just jog off the field to go play <laughs> on the playground. Get so, outside, you know. <laughs> it was worth my extra fifteen minutes oh, to yeah. make sure I had the <laughs> the field all the way away. So, yeah. but I will say this: it's a blast, yeah. man, and 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 do all those things. And and I like I said, I wish you the best, but. You know, crazy enough, we're at an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, goes by so quick when yeah. you're having a good time. Yeah. Ooh, absolutely. So I want to give you one more chance to kind of plug your stuff because uh, your social media, you're very active there. And, and I want to say thank you to you. You've been retweeting a lot of our stuff. And, yep. and, and I've not done as good lately of helping you back out, which I will. Um, but I appreciate that. I appreciate you promoting us. Um, and I really appreciate you coming down. It's been a blast. Yeah, I want to say A- it's awesome that you're a part of it and it seems like you guys like i mean you might get conned into stuff but at least (laughs) but at least you're doing it and i appreciate that's awesome my wife's awesome about doing a lot of stuff together but there is some things that she's just not in on and i think that it's cool that you i I feel like just meeting you guys you guys have a good good back and forth with that um b you know the the social media back to us talking about how negative it is i'm on my phone all the time so yeah. if, if yeah. i don't mind giving somebody a like or a retweet because it takes two seconds or not and, and that's just because like i said i'm always messing with it i should right. stop as much as i do but i do it because um like i said i've become addicted with the uh the podcast as well but the podcast um on twitter is at juice in the am so it's at juice in the am it's not juice in the morning um i think if you search juice in the morning on twitter you can still find it um and then on facebook just search juice in the morning i do my live shows around 1 p.m ish on eastern standard time um we're not ever really ever on time it's usually later because uh <laughs> shane sometimes shows up late sometimes the guest shows up late um it just depends um we have all kinds of guests i feel like you guys in the smug cast are kind of in the same vein as that where you're kind of you're trying to just have people that are interesting um that's what we do and then we've also kind of tried to dial it back a little bit this year on having a guest every single week just because 
Shane and I actually like having the episodes where it's just us just kind of chatting back and forth about stuff because we get into some really like, you know, deep topics, things that we think are funny or things that we think are serious or, you know, Shane's a very black and white right or wrong type person, whereas I'm more kind of in the middle of the gray area. So it's a good back and forth. Um, And then anywhere you get a podcast, you can find Juice in the Morning. You just got to type in the search. Um, and then on Spotify, I mean, that's the, that's the new one. That's pretty big. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it because other friends of mine that have podcasts have said it's not the easiest to get on. So maybe I got lucky there and it just kind of just went through. So, well, and, and I will say the, the back and forth between us, I've had some people that, that have asked me and I kind of started the show with this, you know, why do you guys do it? But the coolest thing for us is you know, when you're married and you have kids, and that's kind of the reason why we went with the Married with Children title, but our whole days are, hey, are you picking up Alan, and have you talked to your mom about this, and who's watching him Saturday, and what are you doing this? This is the only time where we sit down for about an hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes a week and just talk about topics, you know, it because usually by the time... I'm a morning person. She likes to sleep in. She stays up a little later than me. I know she already said it when we watch TV at night. I'm usually out on the couch <laughs> and yeah. sleeping. So this is our time to just really talk. Yeah. And it, and it's funny because people are like, well, why don't you just do that? And I'm like, because if you set the time aside and we know we have to get an episode out, right. we force ourselves to come out oh, here yeah. and do it. And That's awesome. And it's a blast to meet people. That's been one of the coolest things is, you know, and, and you've talked about the networking, but to meet people like you that are doing it and listen to your shows and get you to come down and be on, a, it's it's a really cool thing. So, again, I, I thank you. And um, if you guys – you know, if you if you're a podcast fan, go get Juice in the Morning, and it's I'm a listener. Um, it's a great one, along with you know the Smugcast. Um, good listens throughout the week, and really interesting topics. You guys as well respond to social media. If you know if you listen to some of the big podcasts, they're great. I love Rogan. I mm-hmm. love you know a lot of those, but you can have real interaction with these guys that are here locally. So. Um, you know, just a, a really great thing. So juice, I appreciate it. Callie, you got anything else before we cut out? No, I think I'm good. All right, juice. Thank you so much. And thank uh, you. have a great episode a tomorrow. Blast. It was fun. Playing us out of the podcast today is going to be one of my favorite new bands that Callie and I have come across recently. Cody Eichert in the Sidewinders with uh, one of the songs off their album. Honest man is the album. The song is so long. I'm gone. If you're interested in checking out Cody Eichert and the Sidewinders, uh, they're a great bar band, um, exciting to watch, play a lot of different things from original tunes to covers. Uh, April 13th, they'll be at the Bloomington Amvets on Friday night. April 14th, uh, they'll be at the B&L Performing Arts Center in Bedford, Indiana, uh, starting at 7 p.m. April 21st, for some of you here around us, uh, they'll be at On the Rocks in Seymour, Indiana, starting at 10 p.m. on Saturday night. And then April 27th, they'll be at Rising Star Casino and Resort uh, on Friday, starting at 8 p.m. So get out, go support some local music, uh, and and give a listen to Cody Eichert and the Sidewinders. Definitely one of my favorite uh, bands to get a chance to go see. I know exactly how this game's supposed to play You're wrong, so long I'm gone
So long. 